What up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Film Bros Podcast. But not just any episode. This is the Christmas special. Yeah, the Christmas special. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody. Hopefully, everybody's having a good Christmas, spending it with their loved ones. And to kind of celebrate it, we're going to go ahead and just list down our each individual's top five. Yeah. And kind of uh, talk through it and, you know, see if it's actually a Christmas movie because there's a lot of movies out there where, you know, like you got Die Hard, Iron Man 3. You got you got a whole bunch of movies that people are like, well, it's set in Christmas time. It's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and give you our picks and we'll see where yeah. it goes. Um, before we get started, you want to let them know where they can find us besides YouTube, if you guys are on YouTube already. Um if you want to hit us up anytime, Twitter and TikTok at Film Bros Podcast. If you want to listen to our other episodes while you're doing whatever, um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Film Bros Podcast. Yeah. With that, we're going to get started. Um, I usually give Josh the the first one. But I'm going to go ahead and go first okay. on this one because I like Christmas. We're starting, we're starting from five? I, yeah, we'll start from five and go all the way down. Okay. Um, Christmas, my first Christmas pick. And I picked this one recently. Okay. Okay. It came out maybe like a couple years ago. Um, it it was just, to me, it just really captured that spirit, in my opinion. And the movie that I'm talking about is called 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah. 8-Bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, B-I-T. And it's, it's it has Neil Patrick Harris in it. Uh, David Cross is in it. It has a whole gang of, like, uh, new... Um, just to let everybody know, this is a spoiler-free before we get any uh, before we get any closer, because these are Christmas movies. We want to give less detail so you guys can experience the magic your guys itself. Yeah. Um, but continuing on, it has a few new casts and everything. It's basically about um, a father trying to teach uh, his daughter a lesson about Christmas, but by him telling a story about him wanting to get the most popular game back in the 80s, which was yeah. the, uh, I believe, the Atari. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it a couple times. Literally just took uh, took me away. It came out, yeah, it came out last year, actually, in 2021. And I've seen it a couple times during the Christmas season last year. Uh, I watched it once this year. I'm going to watch it again on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I, I don't know, it's a great movie. I don't know, have you heard about it? Have you seen it? Uh, no, I don't think I've heard of this one. Um, sounds good though. Sounds interesting. You have to show it to me. I don't think I've heard of this. Yeah, one. we'll probably watch it on Christmas for sure. Um, it's uh, it's on HBO Max for anybody wondering. Um, it's so if anybody has a subscription, go check that movie out. But that's my fifth slot. I gotta give. We're we giving it a rating, like an actual rating, or um, we're just gonna give it n- numbers. We're just doing numbers. But numbers, they, yeah. They, they, I don't, I don't this think is we a real yeah, rating. Because Christmas movies to me, like they get a bad rap because they're corny, cheesy. Obviously, it, things happen that wouldn't. In reality, happens so it gets knocked a lot yeah. by critics. So I don't want to give it a point scale. I'm just gonna tell. We're gonna tell you guys from the heart what's our top yeah. five. But that's my fifth one. I really love that movie. Uh, it's it's a it's a masterpiece. If you guys need to check it okay. out, and I'll show it to you later. Yeah, yeah. But so, what's your number five? <laughs> my number five. Mine takes a mine takes a real shift. My number my number five is Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, came out 2015. I can't remember much of the cast members' names. But it's a, it's a, well, going by the name, it starts off, you know, with the real Christmas spirit, and then it takes a dark turn. Instead of getting Santa Claus, they get Krampus. So, mm-hmm. it's a really good movie. It's a horror movie. I know you've seen it. So, yeah. I mean, 
you can see where I'm coming from. Yeah. It's a good it's a good movie. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. I don't know if it's on any streaming sites, but I mean, DVDs are cheap, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe it's on Prime Video. That one's on Prime oh, okay. Video. I've seen it on there. Um, if you guys are trying to check it out. And I believe on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu as well. Mm. Um, I have the physical copy, so it is what it is. But um, spoiler alert, that one's also on my top five. I won't give out uh, what spot, but I do love that movie too. It does really... Uh, take that christmas spirit in the beginning and kind of twist it to something else that makes it scary Mm -hmm. and you know if you guys have been listening to recent podcasts you know that i'm a sucker for horror movies so for and i love christmas so for them to be able to mix those two um adam scott's in it i know uh um a couple other uh good uh well-named i believe have some names uh Cochata Farrell, she was in uh, Two and a Half Men. Um, she, there's, you know, they got some good cast in there, and it was, it's a well done movie. If you guys love horror, if you guys love um, Christmas, it literally has the best of both yeah, worlds. Yeah, if you want a good twist on Christmas, this is one of those. Yeah, ones. and it, um, fun fact, this movie actually has two endings. Um, it has like an alternate ending as oh, really? well. Yeah, the alternate ending is kind of in my opinion, works a little bit better. But I know why they went with the theatrical version. I don't know if you ever yeah, seen no, it. Yeah, no, you're going to have to show it to me. I'll I'll show, spoil I'll, it. I'll, I won't spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for anybody either. But if you guys know, then you know. You okay. know? Okay. So, but yeah, Krampus is a good movie. And I can't even okay. disagree with you. It I is think. a Christmas movie. Yeah, I got to say it's a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, it is definitely a Christmas movie. Um, Like, it just takes it and twists it on its head. So, yeah. I mean, you can't get too mad at that one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, But moving on, mm-hmm. we'll go to the fourth slot. My fourth slot. Yeah. It's a classic. My fourth slot's a classic. And it came out in the early 2000s. Took everybody by storm. I I grew up with it. Um, Jim Carrey's in it. A uh, couple other people. A uh, couple. Jeffrey Tom, uh, Tomer. He has his boy Max the dog in the movie. It's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Top <laughs> five. Uh, top five. Number four slot. Only because it got bummed down by a few movies uh, that either came before it or came after but like i said it came out in the 2000s um it was a uh it was an interesting time because it was like right when people were like trying to push that age of technology but also trying to keep um a lot of their uh sets like practical practical. and i feel like this one had a good mix of both Mm -hmm. um it cgi was good mixed with that practicalness and it really had a lot of practical sets i've seen like the bonus features for this movie and they uh feature uh everything like you can walk down it uh jim carrey in that suit um giving it his all as the grinch like that iconic Mm -hmm. will always forever stick in my head the teeth biting the onion and like um what's that the thing that he does in the movie like it that movie's just a masterpiece through and through. Yeah. Can't even argue whether it's a Christmas movie or not. We all know it's a Christmas movie. It's just how the Grinch took it away. Yeah. And yeah, it has to be a solid person's entry, right? Yeah, solid pick. Solid pick. It's not on my list. <laughs> but I, no? can, okay. I, I can see where you get it from. I was contemplating putting it on my list. And I was like, I don't know. I can't think of how many times... Like, when I think of Christmas movies, that one ends up on the list, but... I can tell you, I haven't seen that. Ma- seen it that many times. No, oh man, I really like. Since I was a kid, I loved this movie, but that's probably it because I literally like mm. I seen it when it first came out. It wasn't like an older movie where like, um, I just grew up into it. Yeah. Like this one actually like carried through with me through yeah. and through, and um, it's it's always been a kind of like a 
bright spot because I, I believe when I first seen it too is I seen the cartoon version, the old I think it was oh, like yeah, the nineteen eighty. Yeah. Um and then right after I had seen that one and I was just like, Man, it's perfect. Like the in yeah. the in the cartoon, like it has a different voice and everything, but giving it this comedic spin and Jim yeah. Carrey just putting his all, you know, he if you guys seen him as Mr. Robotnik, imagine him as the Grinch. If you guys haven't seen that movie just yet, like it's Jim Carrey at his finest, hundred yeah, percent. He does, yeah, he's good. But yeah. but yeah, I can see why it's in your pick. Yeah, yeah, it's it nostalgia it, it, for it, it me. Would, it it would, has to be nostalgia. Yeah, for me. like if it isn't top five, top ten for sure. Yeah. But, oh yeah. No, it has to be in your top ten. If it's not in your top five, I understand because there's a few Christmas movies that can go in front of it. And a lot that came out of in the recent years that actually captured a good, okay. uh, you know, Christmas spirit. But what's your number four? My number four, okay. This was controversial. This is the one I was telling you. If if we don't end up agreeing, I'll change it for the sake of not getting uh, bad opinions. But Okay. Okay. My number four is Catch Me If You Can. They meet every time on Christmas. He catches him on Christmas. The only thing that the uh, he, he doesn't get to see his family, he's, you know... It's a very emotional and good story, mm-hmm. and it's the fact that every year on Christmas he's meeting Tom Hanks's character, mm-hmm. and he's missing out on that family element. Even when he gets caught and he sees his it's mom, Christmas. the Christmas movie. You see what I'm saying? Are the gears turning? Are you getting what I'm getting? I, at? I no, I I see it. I see it. Um, so it is set in Christmas frequently. Um, and it does revisit. It's not like, uh, it's not like the movie Castaway where yeah. people are like, oh, it's Christmas, but it was only Christmas yeah, in the beginning rem- of yeah, the movie. Yeah, remember when I, yeah, we talked about that too, what do you call it? Um, it starts, he starts off on Christmas in that movie, but he gets lost and then Christmas is over. It's a forgotten memory at that yeah. point. But, I mean, It this goes one, through years and they reconnect, yeah. but a lot of the reconnection, like, they just show you the connection that... They talk like one year was just over the phone, you know what I mean, and then it went over to yeah. the next scene or whatever. I mean, they do tiptoe into Christmas a lot, but I don't, I don't really believe like they lean into it as as heavy to make it be a Christmas movie. I don't really think that it like yeah, it's set in Christmas. It's kind of like I would say Die Hard, and this one has been kind of a controversial one too, but like. You know, it's set in Christmas time, but you, nothing really Christmas related mm. is happening. But people say because it's set in Christmas time, um, it's a tricky one. I mean, I could give it to you if yeah. you really feel passionately like, about you, it. You, if, see, you see where I'm I mean, coming from. But I mean, that's a, that's a that's, that's a guy because I could I, I mean, teeter totters and you know I like I said, there's a couple other movies that are different, but it does go back to Christmas a lot. I don't know. What do you guys think out there? Do you guys think his pick is wrong? Do you think he should change it? Do you think it's uh, a safe bet to say it's a Christmas movie? Let us know in the comments or, you know, let us know at uh, Film Bros Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Moving that's, on. That's actually, that's, a, that's actually got me. I, I was I was trying to think like what other controversial ones that nobody's really talked about. And you know what? I, I don't you. think anybody's really talking about. Trying to tell you, man. I gotta. Re- I, we're gonna have to do a rewatch of that movie, okay. and I'll give you a definitive, a, definitive, a, uh, definitive answer because mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't seen that one in okay. a minute. But it's, I, I see where you're coming from. I see your angle for cool. sure. Uh, number three, we dropping down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number three for me. It's a, one near and dear in my heart. Okay? okay, this one I don't even care. It will forever be top three for me, even though it has hiccups in the animation in some parts of the movie. Um, f- little fun fact for people don't know that don't know about it, but the Polar Express. Tom Hanks plays 
everybody in that movie okay if you guys if you guys never noticed listen to the voices and look at the end credits like he plays everybody yeah, he's voice. everyone he's a dad he's a train conductor he's a homeless guy he's santa he's he's an elf at one point like he's everybody in the movie um this one came out in 2004 like i said it, this was around the time where they're trying to break through and keep pushing with the cgi and yeah you know this one get, made a nice breakthrough in my opinion for animation animation and cgi within animation you yeah. know what i mean uh that 3d effect and it really pushed the boundaries it's a you know it's a it's the book if you guys have, have read the book as a yeah, child at i mean one point i i don't know who hasn't seen this movie at one point you should have they showed it in school and stuff like that i mean if you were there before school you should have showed it to your children at one point but it's it's a solid movie um it does have its little hiccups and everything but it i feel like it really embodies that christmas spirit and yeah. every time i would see it every year i i only watch it during christmas time and every single time that i watch it every year even though i've seen it so many times and i could tell you what's going to happen at the very end the music the score the the um that cinematography for like a budgeted movie back then it was yeah. it's solid and it's really good it's a really good christmas movie yeah. nobody can can fight me on that one yeah anybody can fight me on that one i if that doesn't make your top five at least mm -hmm. we throw in hands yeah we throw in hands okay, okay. you're right here in this room okay. with me. uh well i'll tell you it's on my list okay but it's not number three okay my number three is the nightmare before christmas sweet you have the i think you have this one has to be a real contender for halloween or christmas um obviously everyone knows this one if you haven't seen it you live under a rock i think <laughs> but i mean we know this we know the story jack skeleton gets tired of halloween he looks he's trying to look for something fresh he stumbles upon christmas town or whatever they call it yeah um he's he sings his song he's like damn i want to do this next instead of waiting for halloween he does it it doesn't go all well they kidnap santa claus he finds out that he finds he finds it himself that there was nothing wrong or whatever, and then you know, he saves the day. Yeah, I think this one is just really good. As, although it doesn't, I think although it doesn't embody the warmth and you know heart in of Christmas, mm -hmm. it it does also take a spin on it and put it on its head just as much as Krampus does. Mm -hmm. Just you know, it's not a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And this one's a controversial one too. A lot of people say that it's a Halloween movie. A lot of people say it's a Christmas movie. Um. I mean, I see the Christmas side. I can't really... I don't want to advocate for either or because I feel like it has a good mix of both. I think it has a good mix of that Christmas spirit along with the Halloween um, theme. Um, I don't know. I, I want to say that... Uh, who made it? Tim Burton, right? Tim Burton. I, I think Tim Burton put that to rest. I don't remember. I think I we know. heard it from the man himself. Let me see. Hold on. Before we move on. But like, but like that's the thing. He spends the whole movie trying to Halloweenify Christmas. So I mean, he's doing he's trying to do things to Christmas. So I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be Christmas. But oh, sell it. Consider Nightmare Before Christmas to be a Halloween movie, not Christmas. However, he called it the perfect collision between those two holidays. It's it is both and its own thing. Oh, see, so it could be either or. You can make an argument for either or. In my case, I'm, I'm thinking it's, I'm making it's more Christmas. Danny Elfman says it's a Halloween movie. He scored the movie. He was a composer for it. 
Well, another controversial one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one's going to be a controversial one uh, till the very end because, yeah. But, it, like I said, it does have a good blend of both. I don't really feel like it, like, kind of, um, I don't really feel like they dive into that whole Christian spirit part, like how you said. But it, it is a good uh, in-between. Yeah. Kind of like how you said Krampus. Like, if you like that little twist where, you know, a little bit of horror is mixed into it. Or a little scariness or whatever you make. I, it's a Disney movie, not really too much horror, but you know skeletons and whatnot. Then it's a good, it's a good yeah. mix for both, and I can mm-hmm. see where you come from with that, and can't really argue. Yeah. But uh, moving on to our second one, my second one, it's an iconic one. Okay. And don't fucking judge me. It's an icon. Has to be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Came out in 1994, had Macaulay Culkin, had Joe, Joe Pesci come back, all that, uh, the whole gang. This is another nostalgic one. I This one's the one that I uh, grew into because, you know, it already had came out previously before I was born. And then once I got to a certain age, um, a lot of people say the first one's better, but uh, I really, me personally, I really like I the, the second, second one. one's better. I love the second one. The second one's uh, wackier. I mean, could most of those traps kill the two guys? Hell yeah. I would have thought, you know, they would have yeah. been dead for sure. I mean, my guy took a plummet at one point, barrels to the face. Like, this one gets really brutal, but with the, 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 f- funny from the first but just up that in my opinion mm-hmm. and um having uh what's his name um the dude that played it he's in that movie too you remember his name what's um his name? from the new one uh no from the old oh uh, old one yeah no, i don't remember <laughs> yeah i know daniel stern was in it let me see home alone 2 I want to say, what's his name? Oh, Tim Curry. That's the name. I was thinking Tim. I was thinking Tim Roth for some reason. But Tim Curry, he's in there too. He's the hotel manager. Uh, the dude from um, Hot Chicks in there uh, before he really got a, a big name with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, Rob Schneider. He's in there, you know, he's like the gum or, the, or the, a tip, a tip yeah, or whatever. And, yeah, it's it's a classic. I love this movie. It really embodies that Christmas spirit because... Even though they left their child again, you know, it kind of, this time I kind of felt like he learned his lesson and was actually like, yeah, no, uh, you know, without family, what are we? And, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of brought closure to that character. I know they never brought him back and they continue to make more of these movies. <laughs> I know they made one recently too. That shit was laughable. Yeah, terrible, no. terrible. Um, but this one holds near and dear in my heart. Uh, what's your second? Um, my second, my second one's the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh. Um, that one holds up. Pretty well. Uh, I, the all the all the movies that I've chose are like classics because I don't think there's any new mm-hmm. like Christmas movies that like that do that hold the magic. I guess yeah that the old ones do yeah. And I think this is this one in like the Polar Express they hold up really well. Like I can like I have to do my annual watch of these two, but I mean mm-hmm. it, this one just deserves to be top five. Uh, Tim Tim Allen plays the Santa Claus. Um, small synopsis he becomes a santa claus yeah <laughs> um he, uh, he learns he learns how to like love his family his kid things like that he grows as a character i mean it's a good movie and like you really get that get that christmas element and heartfeltness you know even after he reluctantly chooses not to be him he eventually takes it up and then they spit out like two more movies and then he just did a return so yeah i mean it it's a solid movie that one's really great i that one uh was 
fighting for the fifth spot. But and you're right, there's not a lot of movies, and that's why when um, when I had asked you to put dates is because I kind of wanted to see where you know mm. in the timeline. But you picked a lot of well-known movies, that, like you know they're classics. They're classics for a reason because that's when I believe they actually put in a lot of effort. That that eight bit Christmas, that one really was different. And that's yeah. why I said, like, it came out, like, last year, and it really, like, wowed me. Like, I thought it was a really, you know, good Christmas movie. Um, and it took years, fucking years to do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Santa Claus is always a great entry. I, yeah. uh, Tim Allen was at his best. The child, uh, the ki- his kid, uh, had a lot of charisma in that mm-hmm. movie. It was, um, you know, you he, he was young, but he was a great actor. And, like, you can feel every single scene when he yeah. feels sad and upset. And, and like, it, I feel like... Tim Tim Allen and the son's dynamic really sell this movie, and the stepfather he was really funny in that yeah. one too. Um, but yeah, Santa Claus is a solid entry. Santa I can't Claus, I can't yeah. even complain. Like uh, that, I, one's that a good one, one that one did fight for the top five for sure. I think I think that one and I was fighting with that one in the third one, the one with Jack Frost or whatever. Yeah, like the, like I know that one's a little bit more silly, but like I, I like both of them kind of equally. You just like Michael Keaton, bro. You want him back as Batman, the whole bad. This isn't him. about the Batman, <laughs> um, but. With that, we're going to go ahead and hit our number one. Number ones. My number one. You already said it earlier. It's my number one. It's Krampus. Krampus. I fucking love that movie, bro. Like, eh, and um, I, I'm a sucker for, like, horror and, like, uh, anything scary. Like, I'm a sucker. For, like, I love, I don't know if you've seen, actually, you walked in on us when we were watching it, uh, me and Julie, but... Black Christmas. That one's a good one too. Oh, I, I, I would never crack my top ten, but it's for me. You know, I like slasher movies. I like horror movies. Uh, it's something good to add to that element of Christmas because you know you associate Christmas with being happy all the time. Yeah, and that's why I said like Krampus really embodies that Christmas nature. Like if you've seen the trailers, it really drew me in because it looked like a Christmas thing until it wasn't anymore. Yeah. And in the movie, it does the same thing. It's a Christmas movie up until it's not anymore. You don't feel any, like, a lot of suspense, and it hits you like a train, and then from then on there, you're on a different ride altogether. So it really embodies the spirit of both, and so me being a sucker for Christmas and being a sucker for horror, they, man, they just really took my money. Having Adam Scott in there was a genius move because he's hilarious, so it also has that bit of comedy sprinkled in, even with the Christmassy stuff and the horror stuff, so... I think it's, it's a, a perfect it's, blend. It's well balanced. Yeah, it's a great movie, um, and yeah, that's the reason why I put it on the top, my number one, because it just has the best of both yeah. worlds for me. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, it, you can't argue with that, nope. right? No, nope. you kind of see it. it. I yeah. Get it, yeah. All right. What's your number one? Um, the Polar Express. That's my number one. Nice. That one, I can't go wrong with it. Just like Santa Claus, this one just like I can rewatch it again. I have to do my annual rewatch, but. Like this one just holds the magic and everything, and like you said earlier, like you summed it up good. Like the score, Tom Hanks just doing everything because I mean he plays Santa, he plays the, ki- the he plays the adult version of the kid, mm. he plays the dad, he, like he, he plays the tra- the 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 dude uh, the the was the conductor right yeah, is that yeah. his name the conductor yeah like like he plays everyone he he gives it his all even the like even if the CGI is dated or whatever yeah you can tell that they were that this is what paved the way for all that yeah so solid entry for sure number yeah. one it's it like i said they really pushed for the cgi in this one and the animation and yep. it, it shows and a fun fact that i don't know if i said it earlier but there's a scene in there where like there's 
elves are marching and one's just <laughs> stiff, stiff <laughs> motion stiff. like as it goes by. And there's a few hiccups in within the movie that happen, but they're so like in between a bunch of stuff that you really don't notice on the first watch. But if you watch it multiple years, you will catch yeah, it. Yeah, you'll get it. Um, but yeah, it's a solid movie, solid entry. That's yeah. I can't even argue with that. Yeah, like, like uh, Polar Express was my number one up until till like I said, a couple movies kind of bumped it back. But I mean, um, it always fights. It always fights, and it's always gonna be a contender to be number one. And I even showed my kids this movie, and they fucking they love it. Yeah, like, like, they they watched it on it repeat just, it for just, days. It just holds the Christmas spirit up. Like yeah, like it's the premise is like you know the kids losing his spirit and stuff, and this is like. His final trip to like can't even hear the bell anymore. Get him to like you know believe and yeah. like don't stop pretty much. And then by the end you're like damn like you get that little heartfeltness and like if you if you're like me you kind of choke up and you know it's a really good movie. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, go see it. You could replay it every single year once a year, like I said, and you're gonna feel that spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's our top five. That's that's it. I mean, solid solid entries. You had yeah. a couple questionable ones. We. If you guys are out there and you heard his picks, you know, uh, let him know what you guys yeah. think. I want to know what you guys think <laughs> yeah. those two are Christmas or not. Uh, mine's were pretty much in the ballpark, I believe. Um, you know, Christmassy and maybe Krampus was kind of a little curveball, but you guys gotta understand. Like, I fucking love horror movies. And yeah. If you can mix that shit with Christmas in the bl- way that that happened, I'm a sucker, bro. Yeah. You're taking my money every single time. Like, it's a wrap. But with that being said. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Uh, let us know down in the comments or at, you know, our at name Film Bros Podcast on Twitter. Let us know what's your top five. What's your favorite Christmas movies? Which ones can you rewatch every year? Did you guys find a couple that are new this mm-hmm. year? You get last year, the year before. Maybe you guys have a couple other opinions. Yeah. Um, let us know. Where can they let us know again? At Film Bros Podcast on TikTok and Twitter if you want. You can comment at the bottom of this one what your top five are or if- my picks are questionable. If you want to listen to our other episodes while you're doing whatever, um, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Filmbos Podcast. And again, if you're here on YouTube, at Filmbos Podcast. Yeah. And with that, we'll see you guys on the next one. Like I said, have yourselves a Merry Christmas. Talk to you guys later. Talk to you guys later.